everybody. I'm Ron. And I'm John. Welcome to the very first episode of Eldercast. It's a new podcast covering all the content of Elder Scrolls Online as it is unveiled for consoles in June. This show is aimed towards new players, and since the upcoming console release is likely bringing a lot of fresh blood, we're also fresh to ESO. Even though we're new to ESO, we are veterans of the series and have been waiting patiently but ecstatically for this release. Just to ease into things, we're just going to talk a little bit about our history with the game here. So, uh, Ron, how about you start us off with uh, how you got introduced to Elder Scrolls? I started by playing Oblivion on Xbox 360 basically when it was released. It was actually given to me as a gift, but prior to that, I had no knowledge of the series at all. I mean, I guess I had a little bit, but nothing interesting. Mm. Oblivion definitely blew my mind. Um, First playthrough, not so good. Did not understand very much of it, and it took me eight levels worth to level up. Because I didn't know to rest and meditate meant to sleep. Sure, sure. John, when did you jump in? You know, it's it's funny. I think you're the one who got me into Oblivion. Um, I remember picking it up at right? GameStop, and it was pretty cheap at the time. When I got, I mean, I had started playing well after it was popular, for sure. And I had, to this day, still not played the main quest line for that game, mm-hmm. which is something I'm kind of proud about. Tisk, tisk. Uh, but I did get a number of hours in that game. I did not appreciate it as much as I did later on when I started playing Skyrim, though, um, which then brought me back to Oblivion later on. I but, know, uh, I know uh, you're like me in that you do super enjoy playing the game entirely in sneak mode. Yes. But uh, <laughs> as far as Oblivion, is that what you did, or did you play around with magic at all? Because it actually had a much better magic mechanic system than... Um, with Well, actually, with Oblivion is where the whole sneak mode thing started. Um, just because it... Uh, I noticed it right away from the very first time they have you go into sneak mode. Uh, as long as you are near enemies, you will get credit for that and level up. And that was... Uh, sneaking was responsible for my first level up, so that was for sure. <laughs> Did you know that actually it all... A lot of times if you sneak into maybe guard barracks or anything else, anyone sleeping, if you can sneak by them undetected, usually done by running into a wall, I it also levels you up quick. Definitely they're sneaking and don't detect you. Um, the smartest way to do it is definitely... Level up magic a little ways, go into illusion specifically, then enchant a suit of fur armor because it's super light with all 20% chameleon, then you are 120% invisible. No one can find you whether you're sneaking or not. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's, you know, that's how we got into the series. And, you know, it's still, uh, I think Oblivion still be worth going back to and playing mm-hmm. more, but at least on my part, I know you've got a lot of hours. Line. Except for the main quest line. That's not going to happen. <laughs> it's great. Um, <laughs> I think. I think it was years after owning Oblivion. I think it was about 2010 when I got Morrowind. Mm. And I was like, dude, I gotta play this. Turned out it was terrible compared to Oblivion. The combat was very hard. Um, unless you, unless your level is very high, your your hits, if you're doing combat, do not make contact. Mm-hmm. Your level in that, like such as uh, if your blunt is really high, then your hits will connect. Otherwise, you just apparently miss, even though you're point blank. Yeah. You know, I I know a couple years ago they released that big pack where you could get uh, Arena and uh, Morrowind and the original Oblivion, and then something else before that too, early, early, early in the series, uh, was all included in one big pack together, which I thought was kind of neat, but I don't know if I'd be willing to go back that far and play, you know, even more, even going back to Oblivion is kind of a stir. Sometimes I get in there and I just see the polygon count and I should freak out a little bit, so. Yeah, I mean, Arena was, Arena's too far back for me, um... Mm. I think what a big thing that drew me in with Oblivion was definitely all the DLC. They had oh, a yeah, boatload of DLC, sure. and I bought it all right away. Shivering Isles and Knights of the Nine, I actually started late. I bought, you know, all the sweet layers, mm-hmm. you know, like the Wizard's Lair, 
and you know, one for every kind of character. Which kind of brings us uh, brings us into Skyrim. I think Skyrim should have had more DLC. Now, mm, yep. everyone yep. will say, "Oh, of course it should have more." You know, this is a great game; it should have more DLC. Mm. But I think they really could have cashed out. People for sure would have paid for it. And I mean, I was it. It's Hearth's Hearth Hearthstone Hearthstone Hearthfire Hearthfire. That's Bingo. right. Uh, oh, embarrassing. Yeah, Hearthfire. Um, you know, as as much as it was really cool, and I really like the house building, all that aspect. It's not DLC. It's just an additional no. thing that should have been in the game to begin with. Because I think it's a really nice thing, and I hope they continue with that. I mean, it works nice with uh, the Soul Slime expansion. It mm-hmm. was uh, Dragon Dragonborn DLC. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Dragonborn DLC. Uh, Dongern was sweet. You know, crossbows were kind of neat. Oh. But sure. uh, it's kind of revisiting Morrowind, which while great. Wasn't really doing it for me. Although, mm-hmm. it had a pretty sweet quest line, but it dragged on a lot. Dogger yeah. didn't. At least if you uh, sided with the vampires. Yeah, you know, and I feel like if you would have sided with the Dawn Guard, which, you know, I, I originally sided with the vampires, and then I later went in my second playthrough of uh, just the Dawn Guard quest line was to go through and play as the Dawn Guard. And, mm. um, yeah, I, I had to be a vampire lord right away. Yeah, I had to try to. It was mm-hmm. so cool. And, uh, but the thing is, like, if you do that, then you definitely miss out on the crossbow action. I mean, you can still get a crossbow, but you can't go through that entire quest line um, to get the upgraded crossbows and whatnot. Should not really go. Stop eating ribs. That's not going to happen on our show. <laughs> All right. Well, while my cohort's eating ribs, um, going back to there should have been more DLC. There, there definitely could have been more. They could have added more DLC. Megs, you don't work at Famous Dave's. I. That's okay with me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> One neat thing to Skyrim was it definitely revisited part of the Morrowind soundtrack. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was a very pleasing soundtrack throughout the whole game. Yeah, although Solstheim was really gray and dismal, I think it was still it. That was a really nice expansion. It was really big. There was a lot of things to do there. It would have been nice to see them do one more big piece of content like that before they ended with it. I would def. What? <laughs> <laughs> Stop eating ribs. I would definitely have loved to see. Um, as far as DLC is coming back or making a recap, mm-hmm. Spell Tomes DLC from Oblivion. Like, oh, uh, sure. One, you know, sure it was all randomized, but uh, I recently started an all-combat character, and of course now I find tons of Spell Tomes. Mm-hmm. But the best one is definitely Pride of Hearthstone, which allows you to summon the Black Bear. <laughs> Black Bear is ferocious. That is pretty awesome. Uh, I yeah, that's friggin'. I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, I think Skyrim was really awesome, and, you know, as much as we'd all love to get more DLC with it, I know they said last year, um, that they were gonna end the DLC with it. <clears throat> I'm, I'm so curious to see if this year, if they'll release, say, uh, an Xbox One version of the game, uh, just a remastered, revamped version, which would be really cool to see. Um, even though I've played a lot of that content, and that I've seen that opening more times than I'd care to. <laughs> oh, yeah, Skyrim opening was terrible. I wish that there was some way to alternate... You know, alter it by uh, based off of what you were playing as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's. I think this is going to really help carry over into ESO. I'm super excited to start playing this game here. We've done. Uh, I, I've been following the news on this for a long time now, and it seems like it, it had a lot of bad press around. I remember playing the beta when it first came out, and I really wasn't a huge fan of it. I didn't. I maybe played the first two days of the beta, and I just stopped after that. It, didn't seem like my cup of tea. I really lost hope for it. And, and that's coming from someone who played World of Warcraft for a long time. And I'm pretty used to MMOs. Well, the thing that turned me down really fast, for a long time anyways, was uh, the monthly fee. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I 
undying support to Elder Scrolls, and I do not mind spending money. But that it came out to like 180 bucks a year, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Probably. And I'm just like, that, yeah. I, you know, I could use that for a lot of things. So when they changed it down to technically free to play, that was a much better choice. Mm-hmm. Even if they would have just lowered it, I think I would have paid it. You know, like uh, maybe. Less than ten, yeah. you know, like nine or something. And, and when you put that on top of you know an Xbox subscription, or you know if you're mm-hmm. also subscribed to PSN or something like that, you know it's it's really hurting the console players. They had to do this in order to release this on consoles, um, which I'm kind of curious to see if they were just milking it for the year that they, you know, since it came out originally. Let's say milk. I'm gonna they're gonna milk milk it malk milk it they're gonna milk malk they're gonna. Milk. They're gonna milk it. They're gonna milk it. They're gonna milk, milk it for. Milk it. They're gonna milk, milk it. it. They're, they're gonna, gonna milk, milk it. it. Put an e in there. They're gonna milk it for gonna milk it. Um, <laughs> revisiting the uh, Skyrim <clears throat> opening premise once more was one last note. Uh, it did lead to a lot of great mods, especially the Thomas the Train. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, all of the. What mods. was that? It's nothing. They're Keep going. I am never, you know, the modding community the never ceases to amaze me. That's for sure. Dude, the Dragon Cart mod was super cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's it's so super many cool slow but worth it. Yeah, and in Fallscar, that giant expansion, you know, adds an entire area to mm-hmm. the game. You know, that yeah. guy did some incredible work for sure. Yeah, and I'm definitely, I am definitely very excited for um, for ESO. Um, why don't why don't we go into our faction a little bit? You know, I, we both love the Breton. I love it because it's a great mixed character. You know, mm-hmm. it's great for combat, magic, or stealth. As well as just straight up being evil if you can't help it. Eh, why not? Yeah. Um, and it's also a popular brand of crackers. I mean, that's delicious. But, <laughs> you know, the Bretons are great mages and assassins. And, you know, I'm not I'm not particularly a big magic character, but I do like the Breton storyline that's taking place in ESO right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as just the Daggerfall Covenant altogether. Uh, which is where we're primarily going to start playing. And then, of course, we'll play in all factions. Um Plus well, they make, they always uh they always made it sound like High Rock was a pretty great place. Yeah, yeah. But why not? Have it our seems home really cool. Else. I'm super excited mm-hmm. to start exploring, especially. But yep. we'll be playing as more of an assassin character than I played. Uh, your character, I assume, will probably be more of a sorcerer than in that case. Yeah. For that kind of class. And plus, and I mean, that works good since we're, we'll be playing together, and I guess we yeah. team up with the barbarian over there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'll probably be good because we'll have a great balance of magic, stealth, and. Combat. Mm-hmm. Also joining us is our friend Cody too, who here, who's here for the episode. You probably hear him laughing in the background some of our uh, more comedic bits. Don't worry, he's going back to Kansas. Hey. No more guest starring. No. <laughs> no. We'll we'll Skype him in for some more episodes later in the future here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, and so we'll get into a little bit of news then. Uh, <clears throat> there's not a lot, uh, there's not a ton to cover right now, and not that a lot directly affects us. One thing that does directly affect us, though, is the Welcome Back Weekend that's coming up pretty soon here. Uh, we're just going to be offering a couple different events. There's also going to be some really cool prizes they're going to be giving away, too, just to keep people in. If you're only listening right now and you're not at a computer, the Welcome Back Weekend giveaway allows you to log in for two hours or more during it, and you get entered in their giveaway. They'll be randomly selecting ten winners at the end of it. No game purchase required. Here are the prizes that they'll be giving away to select the winners. Three winners will receive a $25 gift certificate to the Bethesda store. Always great. Two winners will definitely get the Bristlegut Piglet pet code, which, uh, I don't know about you guys, but he's pretty great. Also, there's the Mud Crab plushie, which I don't know if you guys have seen the Netch plushie, but it's pretty awesome. And Mud Crab, 
course, is a classic for Elder Scrolls, as far as that goes. One winner will acquire the Symbiote Nord figurine, which I have actually not seen, but uh, I don't know, it sounds pretty cool. Next up, after that, they've got the Elder Scrolls Online Imperial Edition. They're going to give away a copy of the game here for non-current game owners only. Of John, course, that would make sense. Can you tell us about the Imperial Edition a little bit? So, a couple things that come with the Imperial Edition is the Imperial Race, as you might imagine, and also the ability to play any race in any faction of your choice, which, of course, is the one we're going to get just so we can play with anybody on any side of the faction here. There's also an orienteering challenge involved for the Welcome Week Back Weekend, or so I'm told. It allows you to put your navigation skills to the test in the ESO challenge for a chance to win your very own Bristol Gut Piglet Pet. It, to my understanding, this is aside from the two that are being given away, and they'll be holding four challenges during it. Keep an eye on the official ESO forums for more details. We're going to circle back to that two hours. Now, this is going to be available from the 16th to the 20th of April here. That a two lot of hours. Time to put in two hours. Definitely. If you get at least two hours, you are eligible for any of those prizes that we previously mentioned uh, during that event. Uh, there's also going to be a lot of different streaming things, including Deltia's Gaming, who I'm pretty sure you guys have seen a lot of. Excellent streamer. He's all over YouTube, too. Really good guy. Uh, they're also going to have an RP ball for any of you role players out there. I think these RP events are super awesome. Uh, a lot of them are very community-driven. It's people going out, setting up these events, and people showing up to them, which I think is awesome. Uh, they're also going to be doing a scavenger hunt, as well as the weekly walk in Healing Sanctuary. And Apothecarium. There's also the Stormhold Chorus. It's a city me. After that, we've got a player live auction. I don't know if you guys have been to those live auctions, but those also sound really cool. Uh, aside from doing just a regular guild auction house, too. And an ESO fashion show, which I'm pretty sure everyone's going to want to show up to. You can attend this special fashion show. It's hosted by Clan Sharmatar, taking place during the Welcome Back weekend. All players are free to attend with no entry fee and no character level limitations, which is very good for those who are possibly getting early access. There will be four categories. First, the Strong Warrior... Second, the Nimble Thief. Third, the Artistic Mage, myself. And fourth, new to Tamriel. We would assume that that last one is for those who are actually new to Elder Scrolls entirely. ElderScrollsOnline.com is where you can find all that information and more here. Uh, it seems like a really cool event. I think this is a really nice thing for them to do. It's for any of uh, the beta players. You guys should have received emails on this if you've not already started playing. I imagine a lot of you, though, that are listening already have the account or are just waiting for the console. And also up here, the Essentially Leopard Mount is going to be added to the Crown Store this week. Uh, its cost is 2,500 crowns, but definitely worth it. It looks awesome, that's it's for sure. Straight from the plains of either Hammerfell or the Khajiit homeland. Yeah, I definitely want to get something like this. This looks really great. What were some of the other great mounts we were looking at for a little bit? Um, oh, there was uh, the Guar Mount. Yeah, the Guar should be exciting as he's returning from Morrowind. Everyone loves the Guar. I'm really hoping that maybe they'll just put in a giant mud crab mount because everyone has wanted to ride the mud crab. <laughs> also coming up here is the Collectible Creatures Fan Art Contest. During this contest here, all you guys are going to be doing is submitting artwork to Zenimax here. <clears throat> They're going to be having you uh, create your own little piece of art based on your companion or favorite mount. And they're also going to be doing a giveaway for that. First prize being one Wacom Intuos Medium Tablet. Now, I actually own a Wacom Tablet. These things are amazing. One of my favorite pieces. I have the, Bantu, the Bamboo Creative, and I use it for illustration. Uh, with that first prize, also comes 6,000 crowns to spend in the crown store. Very helpful. $25 gift card to the Bethesda store. And one, the Elder Scrolls Online poster collection. Very, very coveted. Mm -hmm. Second prize will be... 
the Elder Scrolls Online Heroes Guide to Tamriel, Elder Scrolls Online Poster Collection, a $25 gift card, and also 3,000 crowns to spend with Crown Store. 3,000 crowns is a great second place. 6,000, also great. And you can spend that on your Sunshade Leopard Mount. Dude. For sure. Third prize, one Elder Scrolls Online Poster Collection, $25 gift card, and also 1,500 crowns to the Crown Store. And crowns are crowns, man. They're still good. Also, the, they'll have three runners-up as well. 1,500 crowns for all of those runners-up. To our knowledge... Everything uh, everything in the Elder Scrolls store can not only be purchased early for crowns, but you should also be able to earn everything. So, that covers our news for now here. Next up here, we're just going to get into a little bit of free talk and uh, just talk about what we're playing right now. Uh, lately, I've been playing Neverwinter just to kind of keep it loose, you know. I, I've really been dying for a good role-playing game on the consoles right now. Uh, Ron and I are both on Xbox One <clears throat> playing here. and Neverwinter's kind of uh, filled that gap for me for now, which I've been really enjoying. And how about you, man? Um, playing a lot of Battlefield Hardline. It's uh, it's not exactly giving me that Elder Scrolls-esque mood that I should be having, but uh, lots of good stuff to go on. That's for sure. Can't go wrong. Uh, Cody, how about you? Oh, I've been playing a lot of Dragon Age Inquisition. Real big Dragon Age fans. Real good RPG game. Not exactly the MMORPG that Elder Scrolls is going to be, but still great in its own right. <laughs> I also got my hands on uh, a little bit of time inside... Uh, uh, Dragon Age as well, and that game is just just incredible. I could spend a lot of hours on that, that's for sure. Stop licking your hand like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Yours makes my hands richer and sassier than you. I'm sorry I gave him that one. I'm an enabler. I just went wrong. Also, is just legendary. For free talk in the future, we're going to have you guys email in or send your questions via Twitter once we've got that set up here, uh, just to also get some uh, community included in these conversations. It was delicious, you by the way. <laughs> you had that the ribs were delicious. <laughs> Going down the road here, uh, our idea for this podcast is uh, just to kind of run with it, see what we've got. These episodes are going to kind of vary in length. Um, this first episode, as you might know, it's going to be a little short, just about a half hour or so. Uh, but these may increase or decrease in the future. Uh, we're looking to do just one a week right now, and potentially two a week if the demand rises for that kind of thing. Also, if the desire does arise, we will increase the length of these podcasts to anywhere from half hour to an hour. It just depends on the needs, especially once we actually get in-game and start playing here once uh, June 9th rolls around. you know Things are going to change a lot as well. Uh, we have a lot more to talk about once that time comes through, I'm sure. All right, well, that's all we've got for now. Tune in next week for another episode of Eldercast. Good fortune to you, Traveler. And watch the skies.